Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another crazy week here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk. Crazy, crazy. He doesn't even let me finish. That's my lovely, handsome co-host whose beard is getting longer by the second. Matt Zucker, everybody. My name is Steve Miller. I'm sorry? I'm just introducing you. Oh, thank you. Hi, how are you? Good. Matt was very tired. He didn't even realize. He forgot that he had a show. And he almost missed the show, thanks to Barbara, his wife, who woke him up out of a deep sleep. She didn't let me go into the deep sleep. That was the thing. I was about ready to check out on you. Yeah. This is the only highlight of my week. Other than this, I'm, I'm curled up crying and depressed all week. This is the only thing that, that gives me joy. Well, <laughs> I still don't know what day of the week it is from one day to the next. So that's why it's very difficult for me to stay on track. You know. No, I'm serious. It's, it's, you're living in two worlds. Right. Uh, and Israel, Sunday is a work day. And, you know, back in the States, it's not. And, you know, when you're kind of in both worlds, it's, it, it just it gets confusing. Um, you know, well, try sorry. To un- try to unconfuse yourself. <laughs> we do have a great show for you this week. I, I, I forgot some stories last week that I wanted to mention. I may get to it. I'm not going to mention any of the stories because sometimes we don't have time to get to them. But I would like to give a shout out, Matt, to who's listening. Japan, for the first time, at least since I we've been doing this, Japan is listening. Very nice. Yes. And China. <sighs> yes. Spying <laughs> on us, no doubt. Oh, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> and Uganda. Wow. Welcome, you know, Uganda. The Uganda, was pro- Uganda, it was proposed to make Uganda the state of Israel originally. I, I was just thinking that. I know. Can you imagine if you were in Uganda right now? No. Hello, Matt Zucker. He's living in hut number five. I don't think Aliyah would hold the same appeal. <laughs> Come on, let's make Aliyah to Uganda. I might have stayed in Philly. I don't know. <laughs> well, when we come back, we got a lot of great stories to share, a lot of crazy stuff happening this week. So, uh, you know, so check us and lighten up. Lighten up on Israel News Talk Radio. Israel is located in one of the most volatile areas in the world. Israel is an island of stability and a sea of war and unrest. In the midst of this turmoil, Israel stands out as a beacon of order and human progress. Each week we update you on what's happening in this, the Jewish state, a true light unto the nations. This is Jay Shapiro. Join me every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to Lighten Up. I'm Matt Zucker, one of your co-hosts and my partner in crime, Stephen Miller, on the other side of the world there. 
Shalom, everybody. Shalom, Japan, Uganda, and <clears throat> China. <laughs> so how was your weekend? My weekend was good. I forgot to mention last week that uh, my birthday was on Friday, everybody, the 13th of Tibet. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank, yeah, thank you. I didn't get a gift from you. Or tomorrow. Uh, on Hebrew producer. birthdays, it is you that are supposed to give. Sorry. Oh, I should, I did. I give a blessing. You gave everyone, a bracha. So I, I did give it. a bracha. If everyone goes on my Facebook page, they can get the bracha. But anyway, so I just real quickly before we get into today's crazy stories, I, I had some. Uh, of course, this only happens to me, Matt. So after Shabbat, Saturday night, I decide to go get sushi. Or I had some people over for my birthday. First of all, we order the sushi. It's about a 45, 50 minute wait. Fine. I go pick it up 45 minutes later. Then I get there. The place is just packed, right? I mean, it's packed. And all the employees are wearing masks. They can barely speak English, so I can't even understand them. And they're wearing masks, which makes it worse. I don't know where my sushi order is because they're only calling out the last four digits of your phone number. I didn't order it. My wife did. I don't have her cell phone memorized. So they're coming out going, 435A, 435A, 435A. And everyone rushes the table. They're all looking to see if that's their food. I ended up sitting at the restaurant because it was so packed. And they were just, it was like a zoo over there for another 40 minutes. And then get this, this only happens to me. Then I get a guy sitting next to me, start talking about Jesus to me and starts telling me how, well, may Jesus bless you and may Jesus bring your sushi to you as quickly as possible. <laughs> Only me does this happen to where I get a guy talking to me about Jesus. He's opening the door for everyone coming in. And as they're coming and leaving, he's like, uh, may Jesus watch over you and bless you. May Jesus watch over you and bless you. I hope Jesus gives you your sushi. Look, I just want my sushi. Okay. I don't want Jesus. <laughs> I well, that's I, nice of the guy anyway. <laughs> I mean, it sure beats someone sitting there, like, you know, saying nasty things to everybody when they come in. You know, that could sort of like you're, it draws the picture to me of when we lived in the States and, and on Christmas Day, just for like, I guess the stereotype, we would always pick up Chinese food. We didn't even like Chinese food. We got it like once a year on Christmas Day because, you know, it's all that's open and, um, you know, that's what. That's what, That's Jews, what Jews, do. Jews do, right? And we, all, I used to always say, I said, you know, it, I mean, what a terrorist soft target, a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Man, your Jewish body count would be huge. But anyway, but it was absolutely crazy because we would, you'd go there and it would be like insane, the busiest night. Like the streets are dead, they're, the malls are empty, but you go to the Chinese restaurant on Christmas, man. I know. What about Jews? I know. Yeah. It's, it's quite annoying. Juice. But I just don't, you know, I want to pick up my sushi and go. Don't talk to me about Jesus and how he's going to help me get my sushi. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, only This only happens to me, right, people? I get I tracked all the nuts. But anyway. Hmm. So hmm. Our, let's, let's explore that a little bit, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> let's not and say we did. Listen, our first story here comes out of, uh, I don't know, the AP News. This is, ins this is so funny, Matt. Of course, let's, you know, we have to start off anti-Semitic Monday. That's what we're going to do. And, of course, where is their most anti-Semitism, our favorite country, Germany? <laughs> <laughs> 
here's the t- here's the headline. It goes: Berlin has 290 streets named for people who expressed anti-Semitic views. <laughs> it says here. Uh, then uh, here they're, they're they're naming some of the things. The 19th century German historian who coined the phrase, later popularized by the Nazis, "The Jews are our misfortune," has a street named for him in Berlin. So does a 15th century official who supported a murderous purge of Jews from his region, and a competitive athlete who was a darling of the Nazi regimes. So apparently, Berlin has all these streets named after uh, Jew haters, which really isn't surprising to me. But I got I to gotta wonder, I'm thinking to myself, you know, if you ever go over there as a tourist and, you know, you just go over there and you try to ask someone, you get lost in Berlin. You're like, excuse me, um, I'm looking for the, the Berlin Museum. I can't seem to find it. Ah, yes, the Berlin Museum. Of course. Of course. First, go down Himmler Parkway for about a mile. See? Then you're going to make a left on Stalin Street. Make sure you don't miss it because there's a small cafe on the corner named Adolf's. Yes, turn there. They've got the best strudel. Then go down two kilometers, make a right on Heyman Boulevard, make your immediate left on Arafat Circle, and then it's right between Arafat Circle and Ilhan Omar Street. You can't miss it. Guten Tag. So I guess the streets didn't have to be German anti-Semites. No, everybody. Oh, it doesn't matter. Knows. It's for everybody. Whoever hated Jews, doesn't you have to be German? Just sure you'll get any, you know, the, the, the Ilhan Omar Street is actually being, uh, it's being repaved. Well, listen, it's funny that you should say Ilhan Omar, all right, because that's a good tie into this story. It's oh. actually, it's uh, the annual anti-Semite of the year contest. Yes, we spoke about this a couple weeks ago. Well, well, and it's run by, uh, you know, Stop Anti-Semitism. They have their finalists released. That's right, right? because when we talked about the story, uh, they didn't have it. They were going to announce it around this time. So do you have the... uh... Yes, yes. And I was like, so let me see if you... You should get a drum roll. Let's uh, get a drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Anti-Semite Awards semifinalists. First runner-up, Anuradha Mittal, who's Ben & Jerry's board of directors chair. <laughs> okay. Someone from Ben & Jerry's? I didn't even hear. Can you say that name again? Anuradha Mittal. God bless you. She's, uh, I believe, Indian. Really? An Indian yeah. anti-Semite? I thought mm. she was Arab. That sounded like an Arab name. Anurada, no, I believe that's I believe that's Indian. Hey, Gandhi was no friend of the Jews. Mm-hmm. True. Really? Anyway, yes, but that's for another show. Oh. Now, number two runner-up, British pop star Dua Lipa. I'm not into <laughs> pop music, so I don't. I can't. Like, Dua who? Dua Lipa? Lipa. Sounds like plastic surgery. <laughs> can I get the Can I get the Dua Lipa? Procedure. And then here's the last one, the third one. You may have something more to say about this than I, because I don't really follow American politics that closely anymore. But it's not Ilhan Omar. So <gasps> U.S. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. What? <laughs> she is not an anti-Semite. You know why they got her on there? Because she's a Republican. Big deal. She, she talked about Jewish lasers. <laughs> I knew, gotta, gonna, I knew that was going to get you going. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. She is the third. She is the third and final runner-up in Anti-Semite of the Year. 
Boo. She is not an anti-Semite, people. She talked about one time she made a, a, a joke about Jewish lasers. <laughs> and we talked oh, about uh, that on oh, the right. show. Was it the Jewish space lasers? Or Jewish some, space? Some, I, yeah. She is not an anti-Semite. Oh, uh, out of right, all so, the anti-Semites in the, in the, in, in the American the government. So let me see. We got Rashida Tlaib. You could go with Ilhan Omar. Um, heck, you could go with uh, Hank Johnson, who not only yeah. is a Jew hater, but one of the dumbest people on the planet, let alone Congress. You know, yes. that's the guy That's the guy who was worried about Guam tipping over. Because <laughs> he thought there was too much military stuff on there? Yeah, it's on one side of the island. Right, so he he literally and I saw I heard that that was a couple hey, years ago. He said, "Oh, that. that was more than a couple years ago." And that brain yak is still in Congress. Um, we really do get the elected officials we deserve, huh? All the whole <laughs> Democratic Party can be nominated. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I saw that. I said, "Man, Marjorie Taylor Greene." I really don't know much about her, but she doesn't even come close to the bottom of the list of Jew haters in Congress. I agree with you. It's because she's a conservative. Um, That is unbelievable. When are they going to announce the winner? Did they say? What else is it? It doesn't say, but I'm not too intrigued. I mean, one, I think, is a joke. The other I never heard of. And the other, you know, Ben and Cherry's big deal. I can't believe an Indian woman. I didn't know. That's uh, that's really upsetting to me. Well, she looks it, according to the picture, she looks it, and Anurada, I believe, is a... <laughs> she looks at... How does someone look like an anti-Semite? And no, she's they have an the, Indian. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know, the the swastika tattooed on the forehead. And it's the dead giveaway. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll do it every time. <laughs> hey, listen, I, was, I, remember, I remember I was in a bar at the Jersey Shore. Man, it was like years ago. And some guy, you know, I mean, it was a beach bar. Some guy in there with a big swastika tattooed on his chest, you know. Well, you and know like, what? And the manager didn't want to make him put his shirt on. You know, oh. I was like, really? My neighbor, my so neighbor. My, <laughs> so you left. My neighbor is Indian. They're from India. And when we first moved into the neighborhood, they invited us over, you know, to be friendly. Yeah. So my wife and I, true story, my wife and I, we go over there. And, you know, Hitler stole that the swastika from the Indians from India. It's it's a Hindu symbol. And I walk into their house. There's a huge swastika hanging on their wall and i'm just sitting there staring at it and i'm just like <gasps> i'm like oh my god look at this look at this look at this i was i wanted to get a picture of it and post it on facebook and i'm just staring at it i'm in complete shock and then my neighbor comes up from behind me puts his hands on my shoulders and he goes steven steven i want you to be very comfortable here do not worry about the thing <laughs> like, i worried about a thing you got a swastika hanging on your wall Needless to say, we left, babe. <laughs> well, you know what? Have you been to the Glenside Firehouse? There's a giant. Uh... No. Um, it's actually it's like it's weird. It's like a backwards swastika. But the Glenside Firehouse, man, go check it out. It's uh, right at the top of the building. It's backwards. I don't know if it's like obviously predated uh, Nazi Germany. All right. But, well, uh... When we come back, I'll check it out. Hang in there. The Tamar Yona Show. Tamar? She's sassy. She's smart. She's funny. But she's also a real Jewish mother. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Tamar Yona. And yes, I can be all of those things. But at Israel News Talk Radio, I'm here to bring you the news stories and guests that you may not hear anywhere else. Join me live on air Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays for the most unique and bold talk radio in Israel. The Tamar Yona Show. Shalom. I'm Leah Aharoni. Join me on my show, News from the Torah. Each Sunday, we'll use the weekly Torah portion as a prism for understanding the news today. Listen to news from the Torah to gain clarity about the times we're living in and to understand your own spiritual path in the process. News from the Torah every Sunday on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with my lovely bearded host, Matt Zucker. (laughs) Ooh, I caught it from across the globe. Thank you, Matt. (laughs) Kisses. Oh, anyway, um, I'm going to start get right into it because this is probably the this story people are not going to believe. So if, if is Japan still uh, listening, is Japan still listening? Producer, this producer. We are not amused. Does it matter? Ah, they are listening. Well, because it does matter, because this this story has to do with North Korea and they're close to North Korea. So I just went here. Hello, Japan. Hello. Anyway, <laughs> here's the here's the thing. Here's the uh, the headlines. <laughs> North Korea bans laughing for 11 days of mourning for the 10th anniversary of Kim Jong Il's death. Do you believe that? They are not allowed. <laughs> North Koreans, North Koreans have been banned from showing any signs of happiness for 11 days in order to commemorate the 10-year anniversary of the death of Kim Jong Il. The restrictions include an explicit ban on laughter and alcohol during the 11-day period of mourning on the exact anniversary of Kim Jong Il's death which was uh, December 17th. Check this out, Matt, though, right? During the morning period, they're talking to some people from the – they're talking to uh, the Radio Free Asia Press. Not so free. (laughs) During the morning period, we must not drink alcohol, laugh, or engage in leisure activities, a North Korean from the northeastern border city of Sinjiju. Even – here's the kicker. Even if your family member dies during the mourning period, you are not allowed to cry out out loud, and the body must be taken out after the mourning's over. <laughs> so if if Uncle Lee dies in the beginning of the mourning period, that body's got to sit there and rot in your living room for 11 days, and you can't cry. Maybe it's wintertime. You could put him outside. <laughs> Oh my God! I tell you one thing, babe. North Korea, are they listening? Can't I hope not? Phone. I hope they're not listening. You're gonna make them laugh. Hey, you, you, you listen to li- stop laughing. Are you listening to lighten up with Matt and Steve? Are you listening? You die. You die. Get rid of them. <laughs> sound like you sound like you're in. Uh, what was that? What was that animated movie? The uh, oh, uh, Team America. 
That's right. World police. Oh, no. Low, th- th- that's that's <laughs> no laughing, no drinking, no crying out loud. No, one, don't die, babe. No one can die during these 11 days, babe. What? <laughs> that's the greatest story ever. Like, and what if you're but, and what if you're like a miserable drunk? You still can't drink. It's not a festive thing necessarily. <laughs> you know, no laughing, like no to- drinking and no dying. But make sure you wear your mask for covid. <laughs> no laughing. I hear laugher. You going to die now. Take him away. Do you think they make him wear masks in North Korea? No, no. Oh, wait. Uh, someone was laughing. Someone's knocking at my door. I think they heard me laugh. Hello? Uh, no, Korea. Come on. You know laughing, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> insanity. Pure insanity. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Here's something that's even crazier. Oh, there's nothing crazier than that. You don't oh, tell me you got well, something I don't know. crazier than that. I don't know. You know, it's a tough competition for what you know. It's different kinds of crazy. Did you hear about the uh, the school in the suburbs of D.C. where they had third graders reenact the Holocaust? I, I I can't. Children told to simulate digging mass graves and shooting victims. One one Jewish student was cast as Hitler and had to pretend committing suicide at the end of the exercise. <sighs> but don't worry, they suspended one staff member. <laughs> the teacher who decided to do to 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 do this did they? Yeah, is there the any incident occurred why? What was Friday the at the Watkins Elementary School in Washington D.C. Yeah, by the Washington Post. <laughs> yeah, Watkins Elementary. I want everyone to get on and pretend you're on a train and start scratching at the wall. Yeah. We're going to do the holocaust. We're going to pretend we did the holocaust. Imagine if they, if we did some reenacting of slavery or anything else. No one cares. I think they may have actually done that. I think reenacting any, any of that stuff is sick with the children. But, you know, I mean, pretending to murder people and put them in mass graves and, do, and, and commit suicide – Oh my god! And and last third week, grade. And last week you were mad at me because I laughed at the guy who burned up the Christmas tree. Well, I wasn't mad at you. I was just. You know. Oh yeah, listen to the show. You're like, oh my god, how could you get derived pleasure from someone else's pain? Ah! <laughs> well, I'm not getting. Pl- I mean, this is just obscene. I mean, I mean, it's insane. What was and then, the and then, there, and then. Uh, the principal had to send out an email explaining everything. His name was Scott Berkowitz. I wonder if he's Jewish. <laughs> the principal was named Scott Berkowitz. Yeah. But what was the reason given that teacher who did this, did this, does it say, well, the children had been in a library class. Uh, um, hold on. My computer just acted up and decided to move to another page. Uh, <laughs> geez, I told you this thing is like crazy. So, um, Staff member at the Washington Post is suspended after making third grade children reenact scenes from the Holocaust, including getting them to pretend to dig mass graves and shoot victims and telling them the Germans were angry because the Jews ruined Christmas. Oh, that was the reason? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Jews. Re- oh, God. I, 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 I don't know. 
Hey, listen, my kids, you know, when, when we lived in the States, we lived out, we, we used to joke around, we said we lived out in the Western frontier because there were like literally in our school district when we were sending our kids there, you could count on one hand with some fingers left over how many Jews were in that school district. And my older kid, elementary school out on the playground, we don't like you Jews because you killed Jesus. I've had. I, and I mean, that was like fourth grade probably. Uh, oh yeah well santa claus isn't real you stupid little witch (laughs) stupid little witch (laughs) oh it just never ends it's hard to stay positive it's hard to lighten up with stories like that matt that just brings me down oh i'm sorry i just thought it was so like like how, how is that how does that happen in a public school in the united states of america it, you just answered your question because it's the United States of America. That's what America is right now. All because of Joe Biden. I blame well, him. It's not all because of him. Come on. Yes, that's... it is. It, I, know, be, I, I think I, open anti-Semitism became fashionable quite a few years ago. I, sh- I should be a finalist in this anti-Semite awards. I'm really upset. It's fixed. It's rigged like the 2020 election. All right, I'm going to move on real quickly. How much time do we have left? You have five minutes. Oh, okay. I didn't know. All right. All right. Listen, this you're not this one a, for keeping. You're not one for keeping a stop clock. I you? depend on our producer. I am not amused. You don't know the time. Oh, it's three minutes now. Okay. Listen, this is a good story. This is funny. Here, here's the headline: Television news crew robbed at gunpoint in Oakland, California. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it is funny, and I'll tell you why. Because there's a series. I talked about this last week. There's a serious crime waves going on in every city, and how beautiful is this? Now, television crews are getting robbed at gunpoint. Listen to this: in Oakland, California, authorities say a television news crew was robbed at gunpoint while working on Saturday. Oakland police spokesperson. Kim Armstead said an NBC sports news crew was robbed while working near Jack London Square, the East Bay Times reported. I don't know. (laughs) It's the third incident targeting news organizations in the Bay Area. (laughs) And then before it said uh, a San Francisco Chronicle photographer was robbed at gunpoint this month in West Oakland. And last month, a security guard was shot during an attempted robbery, robbery while he was with KRON TV. Now, meanwhile, if you're if you're a mugger or you're you're robbing a news crew, don't they have video? The the, the news the TV station, you're robbing a camera with your face right on it. Aren't they? Yeah, but get I think caught? I think if you get caught, you're not even going to do any time, especially in California, right? Who's stealing a news camera? What are you going to do? With Plus, everyone camera? has to wear masks. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's listen, everyone has to wear masks. Do you know, before this covid insanity, right, it was illegal for you to go into a bank with a mask on. Yeah. And now you got to wear one. It just it's it's so getting insane out masks. there. It's getting insane. People are robbing news crews, television crews. People are robbing Ron Burgundy. Well, I wonder how the coverage is going to go. You know, is, the, is it are they going to be making excuses for the poor, underprivileged youth? Who, uh, you know, I don't they're, know, they're needed their stealing. equipment to sell so that they could feed their, you know, <laughs> their dear mother. I can just imagine they're, they're sitting at the Action News van and they get robbed. Meanwhile, the camera's right on them. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you want our camera? Okay, just stay there for one second. Okay, here you go. It's like, I just, 
Why would? How desperate do you have to be to rob a news crew? What are you going to get? I've you wouldn't sell. Uh, hey, I got uh, microphones. I got here. I mean, what? I don't understand. What are you Fifteen minutes of fame. I don't understand it. The world is insane, okay? The world is going absolutely bat crazy. I will tell you, that type of uh, craziness doesn't happen here. But (laughs) Yeah, you rob an Israeli TV. It doesn't happen many places. California, though. uh... Yeah. Well, that's like a third world nation, California. But just robbing news crew stations, I feel bad for Ron Burgundy. Hey God, it's so funny. Uh, well, anyway, more insane. Well, here's another another segment uh, under the bridge now. Look at that, it's going already. Yep. And well, one left, so hopefully everyone will stay tuned and join us here on Lighten Up Israel News Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. In a time where feelings have become fact where rational thought and common sense has disappeared. One man stands above it all. I'm Howie Sobaker, your political hitman. Political Hitman airs every Tuesday at 11.59 p.m. North American time, 7 a.m. Israeli time, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Are you interested in transforming your life, drawing closer to the Creator, and uncovering the deeper meanings and hidden treasures in the Hebrew Bible? Then join me, Rav Yitzhak Michelson, and me, William Hall, on the Science of Kabbalah, where we are seeking to narrow the gap between what we understand of our physical and spiritual worlds. So make sure to tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Israel Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, here on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to our last and final segment here at Israel News Talk Radio. I can't believe it. Finally, the final segment. Now you can go back to you can go to sleep, Matt, and take your nap. First of all, everyone's calling Matt on his break. His mother's calling. His buddies. We're Matt's working. Leave us alone. <laughs> I did think it would be fun to shotgun him, put him on the put on him the on radio, the air. But... Hey, if anyone calls you, just put him on the air. You know, uh, Japan and China and Uganda is still listening, as well as we have picked up a new listener, Algeria. What do you have to say about that? Well, I don't have anything to say about that because I've been told that our, our, our viewership has gone down. And my producer said that maybe if I stop insulting people, people would listen. And I'm very upset about that. People, I love all listeners. It's called Lighten Up. You need to laugh and laugh at yourselves, okay? I will apologize for no one. But you want to hear something funny? You remember last week when Guinea Bissau was listening? Yeah. That, that country in West Africa? Yeah. How weird is this? So I had to call – uh, Schwab, Charles Schwab, they 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 handle my money, and uh, I'm speaking to a broker, and she's got this you know accent, and her name was Fatima, and she was helping me through uh, whatever my my account, talking about certain mutual funds. Anyway, I asked her because I love people so much, Matt. I do. I said, "Where are you from, Fatima?" With your accent. I mean, she's living here in America. She goes, "Oh, I'm from somewhere you'll never you'll never hear of it." I'm like, "Just go ahead. Where where are you from?" She goes, "Guinea Bissau." <laughs> Are you kidding me? Isn't that amazing? My broker's from Guinea-Bissau, babe. And did you did you tell her? Of course, you heard of that. 
I said, yes. I said, I host a, an international radio show called Israel News Talk Radio Lighten Up. And uh, we had uh, listeners from Guinea-Bissau. And she's like, oh, Israel News Talk Radio, I hate Jews. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. She didn't say that. <laughs> but isn't that weird? That is. That's, that's Hashem. Hashem is telling me something. He's saying, continue to talk about other people's countries. <laughs> maybe he, I, would, I thought maybe he was saying move to Guinea-Bissau. <laughs> you could be a king there and and the dollar apparently goes very far oh god so funny oh anyway i just wanted to share that with everybody all right so hello algeria anyone work for charles schwab in algeria <laughs> matt's got some mutual fund he needs uh questions about no not really <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Japan is still listening. I love Japan. I was there back in 2005. It's a beautiful country, beautiful people, beautiful culture. I love Japanese people. Uh, anyway, Matt, you want to start off with something? Do you have anything? I, or you I just... had, listen, this jumped out at me and actually will come as no surprise to people that pay attention. But there was a poll done of 1,200 Israeli Arabs from East Jerusalem. And okay. of the 1,200 Arabs that were uh, polled, 1,116 prefer to live under Israeli rule. <laughs> of course they do. Right. Of the other remaining 84, 79 are unwilling to give up their Israeli citizenship. So don't believe what anybody's saying in the news. I was just going to say, what does that tell you to, to the world? Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't, Don't believe, believe the, hype. the hype. Yeah. So, you know, meanwhile, the U.S. still wants to have their uh, diplomatic mission in East Jerusalem for the anyway. Uh, but I saw that and I thought, you know what? That is worth mentioning because it's a nice reminder to everybody. Don't watch the news. Israel is the best place for an Arab to live in the world, short of maybe also the United States. But I don't know. Eh. Not now. Well, that's going to be your state religion in a few years, so I don't know. What What'd you say? What's going to be my state religion? Islam, when Sharia takes over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. I'm joking. I don't think that. Lighten up, man. Okay. You're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm very upset because, you know, uh, our producer's telling me I'm losing listeners because I'm making fun of people's countries. I'm very sensitive. People don't realize when you're a comedian, comedians are very sensitive. We make fun of everybody, but God forbid, if you make fun of us and insult us, we we're, we get very hurt. I, you know, it, we, it's like we can we can dish it out, but we can't take it. That's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> you're sensitive. I am so sensitive. Anyway, Matt, here's a question for you. Yes. Can your pet get COVID-19? I don't have a pet. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you did, the answer is yes. Pets and other animals can get the coronavirus that causes COVID-19, but health officials say the risk of them spreading it to people is low. And here are the animals that can get COVID-19 as pets. Ready? Here it comes. Dogs, cats, ferrets, rabbits, otters, hyenas, and a white-tailed deer are among the animals that have tested positive. Can you ask, answer me a question? Who the hell has a hyena as a pet? <laughs> this is coming from the CDC. They are making this up as they go along. I'm going crazy. 
Maybe they're pushing for animals to be vaccinated now. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Because oh. <laughs> here we go. It says, while you don't have to worry much about getting COVID-19 <laughs> from your pets, they should worry about getting it from you because you're a dirty human being. People with confirmed- I think you've just editorialized. Did it really say that in the article? Yeah, right here. Dirty human being. Okay. okay. It says people with confirmed or suspected COVID-19 should avoid contact with pets, farm animals, and wildlife, as well as other people, according to the CDC. So, Matt, stay away from – if you're feeling sick, stay away from all those wild boars in uh, Zichon Haron or wherever it is you're from. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I have uh, natural antibodies, man. I'm the safest person to be around. That's right. You got so sick while you were here. In we America. could share lollipops and you'd be okay. Yeah, I got it too. But and it, it continues, right? It says, not all infected pets get sick, Matt, and serious illness is extremely rare, okay? Uh, pets that show symptoms typically get mildly ill, the CDC says. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. Some zoos in the U.S. and elsewhere have vaccinated big cats, primates, and other animals that are thought to be at risk of getting the virus from humans. They're vaccinating apes now from us. This is insane. That I understand. That makes perfect sense. Vaccinating animals to keep them safe from humans. First of all, I feel <laughs> Megillah, Megillah the gorilla is now getting that. Va- they're vaccinating animals now. I mean, this is, I, 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 I can't lighten up. I can't lighten, lighten up. I got people talking to me about Jesus when I'm eating sushi. They're telling me my pets are getting COVID and then I'm going to give it to them. <laughs> and how do you give it to them? I guess. Well, you if know, you kiss your pets with your mouth open. I, I am not a, I, think there, I think there's a prohibition against that in the Bible. <laughs> That's right, people. This is the CDC. This is the world we're living in. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it great? So lighten up. So the next time countries, when you get all upset because Uncle Stephen's making fun of the accent in your country, babe, this is why I'm going Meshuggah. I want to curl up and cry every day. Every day it's a struggle for me. Every day it's a struggle. <laughs> if it weren't for this show, I would just – I don't know what I would do. Explode. Your head would – you would have to wrap your head with duct tape, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm going to go burn a Christmas <sighs> tree now. <laughs> now find something more constructive to destroy. If anyone has any suggestions on how to handle this, please, you can email me at stephenmiller1301 at comcast.net. <laughs> I need a stalker. The, oh, you need a stalker? Maybe you need actually a psychiatrist. <laughs> Not a stalker. <laughs> I'm going I'm to call Fatima, my broker over at Guinea-Bissau, see what she thinks. <laughs> hey, Matt, do you have anything? Come on, do you got to – what do you got? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you that, you know what, uh, um, the Trump interview is back in the news a little bit again. This oh, week. What now? What? Get, what? Well, apparently, apparently he was warned to back off of Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu if he has any hopes of running for office because the evangelicals love Israel more than they love you, Donald Trump. <laughs> he ain't running. Don't worry. You don't think? No, no, no. 
I think well, it's just gonna... for the just for the entertainment value, I kind of hope he does. Sort of like Hillary Clinton. I always thought if she ran again, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't know. I just need to get through. I need to get through these last two minutes of the show. I can't think of Donald Trump. I'm thinking about poor. I'm thinking about my pet hyena who might have. Um, who might have COVID. Yeah, how do you test a hyena? They're not very nice animals. Yeah, I can't I imagine they cooperate. <laughs> Calm down. We're trying to vaccinate you. <laughs> did we well, did you, hear, did you hear where the uh, Saudi ambassador to the united nations said that the entire muslim world will recognize israel if it withdraws back to the green line which for everybody's information is the 67 um armistice line they will they will there will well there you go there will finally be peace <laughs> there'll be fine finally peace and every muslim world will will recognize Israel's right to exist as a Jewish state if we just give more land to people that want to kill us. But of course, no one ever follows up and asks the question, what was the Muslim world's problem with Israel before 1967? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to call BS on the Saudi ambassador. Just so. Yes. We call BS. Oh. Anyway, Matt. And then did you see where, where, you know, and I'm not sure where it stands now because Israel just put the United States on, on the red list. There's no travel to Israel from the U.S. But what? apparently birthright trips got an exception. Yeah, and now of all of the Christian organizations in Israel are all bent out of shape. And, uh, Matt, saying, Matt, we're getting cut off the air. That's it. The show's over. It ended. We gotta go. I love you, Israel. Thank you. See you next week. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. Howdy, this is Rita from League City, Texas, now living in Israel. And though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Arba, Israel. And why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover. Hey, this is Nicole Eko from Malmo, Sweden. It gets pretty cold here in Sweden, so I love cuddling up with a warm cup of tea while I listen to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Morris from Tennessee. Me and my dog Buster really love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> 
You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 